Welcome to Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry. All right, we're back. Another edition of Movie Maniacs. Hopefully, everybody's having a great weekend. I am Mike Rags with Chuck Curry. Uh, as we get, we talk about the great movies of all time and uh, movies up ahead. And the movies are starting to take a hit again because of Omicron. Uh, and movies are starting to get delayed again because of Omicron. We'll talk about uh, two big releases that are going to get delayed until next year. Movies getting released on streaming instead of theaters again. It's It's a vicious cycle we can't seem to get out of. And it's definitely a dead time at the theaters, although Scream did come out. We'll talk about that a little bit and how it did. But let's bring him in right now. Uh, Chuck, how are you doing? It's Chuck Curry, uh, our fellow movie expert. How you, how you been, man? I'm I'm pretty good. I got a question. If we're doing this show in five years. Yeah. Are you going to say this show is about the greatest streaming programs of all time? <laughs> we, we might we're gonna get, to. We're we going get to we're we're gonna get to that point. I'm telling we, you, we're going to do a show that says the five best streaming movies ever. Uh, the, the, and we're going to say this. There used to be a thing called movies. Yeah. It's and just... boy, what a library we have all the way back <laughs> from the third. You know, you remember 39 Wizard of Oz. And then yeah. you can watch that movie. It's available. Yeah. Uh, Chuck I, and I, <clears throat> the subject later on is going to be musicians who act. And we did a similar um, act. show uh, a while back on this. But, you know, Meatloaf passed away this year, uh, this past week at the age of uh, 74. Um, and I couldn't help but think about his, you know, movie career, Chuck, because obviously he's in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He had all those great um, songs and stuff. Oh, great. Um, uh, you know, I want to start here and we'll get to the other musicians later. The, yeah. the, fir- the first time I saw him on the big screen to me was America Thon, that stupid comedy back in the early 80s with John Ritter as the president, Harvey Corman oh, yeah. um, doing a doing a TV. Uh, That's uh, completely tele- forgot. That movie's completely forgot. And, I guarantee and, anybody listening in the audience is like, what is that? What movie? is that movie? I remember that. And then I remember him in Fight Club. He was so good in Fight Club, yeah. too. Um, he was a pretty darn good actor. Um, and when he would pop up on screen, his and then, of course, name, he what was his real name? Um, uh, something Ray, right? Uh, I can't think of his name now. Anyway, uh, he was also it wasn't on Meatloaf, but okay. no, it wasn't Meatloaf. He was on The Apprentice as well. And he had a great dust up with Gary Busey in the one season. Um, but he will be missed. I mean, a, an iconic uh, musical legend. You know, somebody poised a question on Facebook because they both passed away the same day. Him and Louis Anderson. Yeah. Who is more known to the mass audience? Meatloaf or Louis? And I hate Meatloaf. Right? I don't think it's even close. No, I don't even. I don't think it's close either. I mean, no Louis Anderson Louis was and- a. It was it was a pretty good comedian, I guess. Uh, and I know he's in he coming did, to he America did family. He did family feud. He was a, a super nice, super nice guy. And coming to he America, was, he's he, got a couple of funny scenes in that, too. I, I, he was in that movie Quicksilver with Kevin Bacon, too. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. Certainly a nice guy. Yeah, he has to no, be young. Sixty seven. Yeah, he's very, had health issues for years. Yeah. Very young. Yeah, he had uh, lymph lymphoma and yeah, all that stuff. So uh, yep. we'll talk about more musicians and such later on in the show. Chuck. Neither one of us has seen Scream yet. I'm busy lives, uh, yes. doing busy things. Buzz has been okay on it. Um, some people have liked it a lot, but what about box office? Let's talk about did it make a mark? Yeah, I mean it did. It was number one last week in 35 million over the four day uh, Martin Luther King weekend. It did take a 60 percent plunge in ticket sales week to week, which is not uh, abnormal for the horror genre in general. I mean, the last installment, Scream Four, was a little bit more than 61. So it's done 50 million to date. Um, I, it's a good franchise. I, I think it, I think. Uh, is that strong enough for it, another scream? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, who knows? I mean I, I mean, I haven't heard too many people that have seen it. That's the weird part about it. it's making all this movie. But I haven't talked to anybody that actually all this money, but I haven't talked to anybody that's seen it. Um, have you talked to any of your cohorts that said they've seen it? They liked it. They didn't like it. Yeah, Good, bad, my, and different. My, buddy, my buddy Scott saw it. He said it was um, OK. Passable entertainment. That's what he said. Yeah, he, um, said it I, was too, he actually said it was he felt it was too, too serious. Not didn't have enough jokes. I heard it. I heard the opposite from other people. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, um, nothing really comes out this week. There's a Pierce Brosnan, the King's Daughter movie about a mermaid that nobody's going to go see. Nothing in theaters, Chuck. 
And now I'm hearing uh, well, tales. Spider-Man, Spider-Man came back as the number one movie. Now seven, I think seven hundred and thirty million. It's on. It's it's outpacing Avatar by twenty percent so far. I mean, post-pandemic, it is incredible. But having said that, considering what they put into that movie, I'm not surprised so many people have gone out. And obviously, you get there's a lot of repeat viewing. Sure. You get us. You don't get a seven hundred million dollar mark even with the price of ticket sales. If you don't get people going to see the same product two or three times, Chuck, one of the issues you talked about, and I'll start with some movie news here that uh, yeah. you were concerned with was the quick turnaround from movies going to stream. And I mm-hmm. saw the King's Man has already got a February 18th release on Hulu, and that's about um, what a month since the a release date on that movie. Of course, that's the Ray Fiennes movies, and this is one of those things that have theaters shaking in their boots. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is. This is the norm. It's really not much theaters can do at this point to stop this. I mean, they're going to have a 30-day window for the most part. I mean, they can do it in, in as quick as 17 in a lot of instances. Obviously, a movie like Spider-Man is doing so well in theaters, they would never contemplate streaming it because they want to get that theater cash. Uh, but that's, that's not that won't be the norm. That will be the abnormal uh avenue that's that spider-man will play you know for a few months very healthy in a movie theater most movies let's be honest you know after three weeks they're pretty much dead on arrival uh, after that so or not arrival it's it's, they're on gas fumes as they should say yeah one of the real head scratching moves i've saw i see the i saw that come out this week really the last big hit before the pandemic was knives out made 300 million dollars of yeah. golden globe and oscar nominations um and they said we're going to make two more knives out two and three and daniel craig's going to come back all-star catch for cast for the second one they wrapped up production in september ethan hawk ed norton dave bautista kate hudson i mean a whole lineup of stars including daniel craig and then i hear Netflix is going to premiere this movie later on in the year. And yeah, to what, me- what, ha- what happened is the producer had an option in his, in the contract that he could take the property elsewhere. So Netflix uh, came in and gave him, um, I think 300 million. I think he gave him $300 million, $150 million a picture. That's crazy. They, and, and to for, become a net Netflix exclusive. And listen, you see, this is a prime example of this brave new world we're in where let's, you know, I would have thought more, more big name stars would have said, Hey, listen, supporting theaters more openly. It appears right. they don't care. They don't care where the product well, plays as long as they, as long as they get the paycheck. They're getting the money, right? Where, what difference do they care? And they don't care. And now, uh, and I'm sure you know this too. Netflix, they're raising their prices two more dollars. It's going to be $19.99 come February yeah. 22nd. Mm-hmm. Um, so 20 bucks to have the streaming change service. anything, though. I mean, it, it, listen, people initially, $2, right? It, it's sort of like, ah, oh, they're raising prices and then they don't care. It's yeah. not, it's, you know, you're talking, it's like I, I'm making a decision to raise the price of my smoothie bowls and smoothies this week, <laughs> right? So I'm going to go up. Now, like, people care about gonna, that. You go, don't go, go too up, high with I'm, that. I'm, I'm going to go up like 50 cents to 75 cents. But after the first, oh, they raise their prices, then nobody cares. Now, if they I like mean, your product, they're going to come back. Yes, they're not going to care. And, and it, with 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 inflation and with, with product distribution, you know, distribution problems, businesses have no choice. That's why that's why there is. That's why you're seeing this. Um. And the thing about Netflix in their defense is they keep coming out with quality product after quality product. It's not like that you don't see it in their productions. And, and, you know, Ozark season four just came out. I mean, they keep coming out. Cobra Kai just came out. They're giving good, solid entertainment and that nice you're going to want to buy. No, nice out two and three is going to get people yeah, to stick that's to the huge. service. That's huge. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Uh, another uh, pandemic related news story, Mission Impossible seven and eight. 2023 and 24 now. Yeah, that's, a, that's a big story. And that, that that's, is a huge story. That, that's like you're talking about years in 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 uh, in delay now, years, two years kicking, kicking forward. It's yeah, it looks like Mission is possible. Seven will be July 14th, 2023. Uh, eight will be June 28th, 2024. I, I mean, I guess it clears the way for Maverick. I got a, but- I got a, I got a question for you about the Mission Impossible franchise as a whole. Now, I like, I like, other than the first two, I didn't like the original. I didn't like, you know, part two is a interesting misfire. 
but three, four, I like, I like them, right? The rest of them I like, but are these memorable films or are these more like Chinese food tastes good going down? And um, then you think people care that these movies are delayed? That's my question. Oh, now, probably if the, not. if the Batman, if the Batman was delayed for a year, I, I think I, people would be like, damn, that sucks. But I think Mission Impossible, I don't think they care. I don't think they care. Um, not that the movie's not going to make money. Or right. Do very and it well. won't be good. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, but I, I just don't I don't it, it, it feels different going down than some other franchise properties. That's I will point. say Jurassic World um, is that would that, that'd be dangerous. Out. That would be dangerous. And if they would have waited a little longer for James Bond, I think that would it would have been a streaming debut. I think they had to release that when they did. Um, but at this point in time, and we talk off the air enough's enough. You got to just release these movies. Let's get theaters going. I mean, you can't just keep. I mean, what is the problem with? I mean, what do they think is going to change um, in in a year that you know this another variant the can only, come the along? Only, the only thing I could see possibly, even though they, they're spending money on advertising, the Batman, and there's a lot riding on this film. But two, it's the running time is two hours and fifty five minutes. Yep, I was uh, the next longest thing Batman I was bring movie up. ever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, March fourth, by the way. March fourth. I think there's a possibility it gets kicked forward a few months. I don't think they want to do it because it seems like they're set on that date, but I would not be surprised to say, okay, March, if they say, okay, let's, let's kick it to June Maybe or May it. Memorial day week. I can yeah. see that happening, but as long as it doesn't kick too much, like you can't kick it to next year. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I hope not. That, that's for sure. Uh, and again, I don't see much changing in, in the atmosphere of the world from then until then. You, you're either going to lose money on it or not. Unle- this- unless unless Omicron is it. And that's the main variant. It doesn't morph into anything else. A lot of people get it, burns itself out. We treat it as the flu going forward. And it's a much, much lesser illness. And then life life goes on. I mean, it has to it has to go on because, you know, I, I know this is not movie related, but, you know, we were talking about last night on HBO Bill Maher show about the uh, that one woman guest who leans more left and she's sick of COVID yeah. and talking about how, you know, young people are hurting themselves. Suicide rates are higher and depression, anxiety that has to like you can't just weigh everything to COVID, COVID, COVID. There's other issues in life. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's I mean, no there is risk it. every you know, we're human we're physical beings. We breathe. We, we bleed this risk when we wake up. Absolutely. You every know, you, single can't, day. you can't keep doing it. This is like, you know, this I don't see. I don't think there's ever been an overreach in my lifetime like this. I know it's serious. I know people have died. I know people have gotten sick. I get it. I get it. But. Like you can't do this forever. Yeah, it's just we've, too much. We've we've given too much power to the bureaucrats. Is really what's happened. I agree. The, the power is supposed to be with, be with the people and not the other way around. And and that's what's really ruined. I got song. a I got a couple things I want to balance. Well, there is one guess. more thing I wanted to bring Go up, ahead. and I was going to throw go. to you. Um, yeah. HBO Max got Peter Billingsley to come back. Yeah, he's going to be in a Christmas story Christmas and stars Ralphie again, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Here, here's the, here's one thing about Peter Billingsley. It's not like this guy's like sitting on a couch. And no. he's never worked. He, he's a working actor, right? He's producer, too. Directs, director. Produces, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did. Uh, what did you couples retreat? Yep. He did that. Right. right. He, he 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 has. He still looks good. He has a production uh, company with Vince Vaughn um, and, and right? friends with them and uh, John Favreau. So they've been this working. Is an exa- this is example. I'm going to I'm going to the glass half full. This is a positive statement for my book. This is an example of a studio doing a cool thing for fan service yep. because they, because I don't think this would have happened theatrically. I think what they do is they could take this on, on a streaming content, HBO max, create a lot of interest. It's they don't have to have idea. a big star attached, right? There's it's no big really, star. Right? It's a really good idea. They'll throw some money at it. Not crazy money, but they'll throw some good money. They'll probably produce a, a good product and it gives a fan something to say, Hey, that's pretty cool. I think it's cool. Yeah. And it's a lot and, like and what they're they... will, and they're willing to do it. They, my point is, the streaming divisions are more willing to take chances creatively fan service wise. And I think you're going to see a ton after the success of Spider-Man no, no way home. I guarantee every studio ahead in the industry and their board is contemplating what fan service ideas can we do? Which ultimately that might be where the Goonies lands, something like that. That might be where the Goonies. I mean, listen, Cobra Kai is a byproduct of that. Well, Cobra Kai, I interesting enough, Cobra Kai yeah. happened before, like, right. It almost before was the first this. one to do all this but it, stuff. But it's proof. Yeah, it is proof that 
gener- generations will follow many years after the fact because these movies are seen, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, Karate Kid was 84, right? So yep. people have discovered those movies over time. There's a lot of movies that are generational that people will discover and discover. And you could do a lot, as long, you know, as long as they're not 92 years old, there's a lot of things you could do. And I think the Goonies will be revived eventually to some extent. It will be. Yeah. And uh, Melinda Dillon not coming back. Where does it? Uh, Julie Haggerty is actually going to play their mom in that. Uh, Chuck. I didn't hear. I didn't know that. Yeah. Julie Haggerty, who's uh, obviously of airplane fame and all that stuff. Now, the, no, Melinda Dillon, I don't know anything about she's still her. She's still alive. Is so 82. Why, why? I don't I don't. Who knows? I mean, I'm, I don't right. I don't I don't know if she's worked lately. The real question is, is Scott Schwartz going to come back as flick after his great porn career? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember was it that? Career? Was it a great career? <laughs> well, let's not go crazy. Well, the old man we know won't be in it. And it looks like it's going to take place in the 1970s as as uh, Ralphie as a dad is the storyline attached to that. All right. That's Very all cool. I have. What do you got as far Two as movie more news? streaming? OK, Apple TV uh, just cast Joshua Jackson of Fringe in, in uh, uh, Dawson's Creek mm-hmm. in the Michael Douglas role in their Fatal Attraction TV series. Oh, boy. Lizzie Chaplin, who is in Cloverfield, uh, she's going to play the Glenn Close part. She's good. She's a good actress. I know she's She's looking to cast the 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 wife character. Mm. But here's my question. You know, Fatal Attraction was a huge hit back in the day. I mean, that was a water cooler movie beyond. I mean, a really edgy, uh, suspenseful, thought provoking movie. That had the audience very conflicted watching that film, right? Yep. But my God, was Glenn, Glenn Close was amazing in that movie. She Michael sure was. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, here's the thing. My initial reaction, a fail attraction series. I don't get it. Yeah. Like a limited series? Like yeah, probably. Like, probably. Yeah, this is not like, hey, no, yeah. in, in season nine. No, yeah, no, uh, it'll be an eight episode, probably one time only okay. series. I, I would think. think. Good, I, I think he's good casting. She's yep. good casting. So, okay. And here's another, that, that, that's, a, that's an interesting project. And then um, here's, a, here's a really interesting one Paramount Plus is going to do a series that takes place in the world. Of Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. Okay. Now it's it's in the same world as those that those movies took place in. The recent ones. Yes. Uh, okay. So starting with God, the the Godzilla and then Kong versus God, Skull right. Island, Godzilla two, and then Kong versus Godzilla. So here's what's here's what is a little scary about this. Why in his legendary the production company is involved with them. You would think this is a theatrical world. I am surprised they would, but it goes to show you what they're doing. They, they, they're on, they're unleashing everything they got into the streaming world. Everything yeah. they got. Yeah. Am I wrong? No. Now, any stars attached to it yet, or anything like that? No. That'd be interesting. I can to see. see I can see them wanting to get like Kyle Chandler because he's in that universe. Yeah. Even Vera Farmiga, Farmiga, she probably could do it too, right? Or although she and died, they pay, right? and they and they pay, so it's not hard to get talent. Well, they could probably get the girl from Stranger Things as well. I mean, I wouldn't see why not. Um, I know she's coming back for uh, Enola Holmes. She's doing another one on Netflix, and Stranger Things season four is eventually going to come out this year. Um, yeah. yeah, well, who knows what the? I, I'm a little surprised by that. No, I don't think we'll see Brie uh, Brie Larson and. No, and, no. and and Samuel Jackson and the likes, but um, we'll see what happens with that. But it, um, it really go. It really goes to show you. I, listen, I, we talked about last week where Ben Affleck in an interview said, what do you say? 40 movies a year. He sees yeah. on the big screen and that's it. I said, it's probably going to be a hundred. It's normally is 400 plus. This is a really, it's really, it's, it's, it's happening so quick. It's like snowballing on itself. It's like a runaway train. And, and the byproduct is going to be like a lot of theaters are going to go by the wayside. I don't see how they're not. And an- another byproduct is my AMC stock going out the window. Let me just tell you that. Um, I what, can what tell- does that tell you? What does yeah, that tell you? It's almost it's almost dropped. If that's, the- a, for- if, if that's a forward predictor. Yeah. It's right? almost dropped to the price I got it um, about a year ago. So um, that's not good. Uh, I'm sticking with it. I believe in the product. I would have bought the stock anyway. Something's got to give where it comes back or it morphs AMC morphs into a streaming service 
or something. I'm surprised they haven't done that already, you know, um, but we'll see what happens, uh, which wouldn't be an awful, an awful idea for AMC to do. It's just a question you of know, getting the product. You know, you know, you know, we don't know what's behind the scenes going on. May, you know what would be an interesting concept if they gave the like a weekend exclusive on some of these streaming shows, right? right. And they split the pro and they split the profits and then they kicked it back to streaming. I mean, my God, Mike, like I told you, they've been they've been in business with these theaters for a hundred years. Hundred years. Yeah. And they're just gonna just basically say, Hey, we're in a new world. See you later. I mean that that's not that is not a right. capital that it's not right. I mean I do understand you know, if you took a if you took this, here's an interesting concept. You take a if, if you're listening to the audience, do you take a picture of your neighborhood uh, stores, right? And then you give it to your kid, or and then gives it to his grandkid, and he gives it to his grandkid, and you look at it in 50 years, and you see if the neighborhood looks the same. We know it doesn't. Like right. flashback to your childhood, movie theaters, restaurants, bowling alleys, right? Yeah. Sneaker sneaker stores delis fruit stores it's all it all it, it everything evolves and changes that is a that is the nature of of life and capitalism and just everyday living so the fact that theaters might get crushed here yeah i mean for some people it's a hard pill to swallow but unfortunately it's a pill we might be swallowing no doubt about it at least to a point uh what else you got anything uh, so, oh yeah i do uh couple of uh, this week in TV history, 1983, the A-Team premiered on NBC. Uh, Mr. T was a got, became a fun big show. Name George Papard. Yeah. Yeah. Of his show uh, of his success in Rocky three. George Papard. It became a big hit on NBC. And yeah, those guys, show. I remember I remember we, we were talking about, you know, Battle of the Network stars. Mr. T appeared on that, too. You <laughs> yeah. know, that that was I mean, for people who never watched Battle of the Network stars. You could you could catch it on YouTube. Yeah, it's or fun. some streaming. Um, that, that was awesome. That stuff. Um, this week in TV history, going back to 1975, Bonnie Miller premiered on ABC. That was a really good show. Hal Hal Linden. Hal Linden and uh, great cast. Of I ever tell you. The, I ever tell you the story, Bonnie Miller. Okay, long time ago, I was a little kid. My first. By the decade, way, one of the best theme songs ever on television, too. Yeah, here's a story. My, my first Met game was at Chase Stadium, right? It was at my school, PS 153 in Brooklyn. So we go on a bus, see the Mets. Joe Torrey actually played third base, by the way. Long time ago. He was probably right? the manager, too. <laughs> not, not, not yet. All right. So on the way home on the bus, I, I, I have the worst sore throat chills fever I ever had. The worst sore throat ever. So I go home. I'm laying on the couch under a cover. Bonnie Miller comes on. I think it was eight o'clock, right? Right. So the, the, the episode dealt with uh, a chicken pox outbreak, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm on the couch. I start itching. I go into the bathroom. I call my father and my mother. I pull my shirt up. What do you think I have? You got the chicken pox. That's weird. I had the, I had the chicken pox. I'll always remember that story. That's uh, crazy, right? That is a crazy story. Yeah, I'll um, always remember that. Great, great supporting cast on that as well. And that always sells Woja a great Hovitz. show. Wojohovitz, yeah. Um, uh, Max Gale was Max on that Gale, show. Well, Max, very Max, good. Uh, Wojohowicz was a character. Max yeah, Gale was a Max real Gale was the actor, and then you had yeah. Ron Glass, right? Was the was the, the black guy on it? He was very funny as well. Yes. Uh, uh, good, great, great show. I, I love that show. Um, and how Linda was a good and, lead. And, and, and don't forget Ava Go to Fish, right? Oh, Ava Fish, and then he had his own spinoff. And then he had, he was, and, and then he, you know that running joke was you know. Everybody thought he died and he was alive for the next 30 years. He was. <laughs> he really was. I know. And uh, it's uh, it's amazing how Lyndon, a lot like uh, a lot like um, Rieger, Hirsch, right? right? On Taxi. He very the, much so. The straight right, guy right. around a bunch of morons. Right. Yeah, remember and, those episodes? I remember like when they when when they actually took him out of the preset and he was with his wife in the in the, in yeah. the eating dinner or something. Yeah. What always bothered me about that show was it wasn't wow. filmed in front of a live audience. And it, the laugh track was was pretty weak for that show. Yeah. Um, but Jack So was very funny, too. Is uh, uh -huh. a, a detective uh, was Yamana Yamana? Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good show. I love that show. I could I I, I wish I'd watch it more. I, I just never 
think about think about it. Boy, uh, Mike, what, the art of the the art of the sitcom not easy to pull off, but they did it really well back in the day. Back in the day, they really knew the formula. There's no I, doubt listen, about I know, it. I know shows like The Big Bang Theory were wildly successful. I just can't equate that to no, no. all in the family and. No, gra- I just I don't. It's not equal to me. I think the last one that was like that was Everybody Loves Raymond is the closest that was like the old yeah. 70s and 80s shows. After that, yeah. it just it, it became all concept stuff and bad laugh tracks. And every joke they think is hysterical. I, yeah. I don't know. It, it just uh, and not, give me really, cheers, not much. Give me taxi. Not, much, not much depth to the new no. ones either. No. And then no memorable characters. I mean, there's no Sam Malone's or Jack Trippers or Fonzie's. Uh, there's, there's nobody like that that resonates. I, I agree. You know, no, no cultural icons are coming out of TV shows anymore. I mean, the, the last one have been Urkel, uh, which was so long ago, to be honest with you. Um, all right, Chuck, we're going to get to musicians here in a bit. But let's do Fast Five. I know it's always okay. your favorite part of the show. We've got some good character actors here coming up in a second. But let's start with John Belushi. How old do you think John Belushi would have been this weekend? Uh, 71. He would have been 73 this week and he died okay. back in uh, 1982. And obviously, uh, the easy one is Blutarski, uh, Bluto, um, if you're going to pick a movie with John Belushi. I, I always felt it was interesting when they did the character flip in Neighbors. Yeah. The uh, J- John Avison comedy where uh, Aykroyd played the nutty character. He played the straight man. I, I yeah. thought that was interesting. It was his last movie, actually, that in Continental Divide, where he played a straight yeah. guy in that as yeah. well. Yeah. I, I always loved him in as Captain Wild Bill Kelso in 1941. I know a lot of people don't make fun of that movie, but it's very watchable and he's very, very funny in it. Yeah, we, we lost uh, Rutger Hauer a couple of years ago. Chuck, he would have been 78 years old. One of well, the, the great Hitcher, villains the, of all time. The, the Hitcher is an, an, an awesome movie. No brainer. The Hitcher. Uh, he's really good. Um, Blade Runner ve- yeah. villain in that as well. Um, and yeah. remember, he pops up in the in the Christopher Nolan Batman as well. Yeah. He has a nice little part in that. Yeah, Always to take over Wayne Enterprise. Yes, he does. Um, another great character actor, Chuck, who passed away a few years back. John Hurt. He would have been uh, 82 years well, old. I mean, there's a scene in Aliens iconic, right? Very iconic. Um, and then Elephant Man, right? Elephant Man. Obviously, he's fantastic in that. Oh, I my think- God. It's, I'm, I'm, that's a great movie. He's got a great voice, too. Always a great voice. Um, but it's really to me. You're right. Aliens. And then he's he was that creepy Bezos character in the uh, in the contact. Remember, he's he's a guy who, he wanted to go up in the uh, in, to build a spaceship for her as well. He's just yeah. a great, great British actor. How about Ernie Borgnine, Chuck? Oh, my goodness. He would. He died in Rogo? 2012. He would have been a, a Rogo, Rogo. He would have been 105 this weekend. Rogo. Wow. It's Rogo easily, it, not Marty. Really- huh? Well, Marty, listen, Marty's a great movie. It's a great character. I remember my my mother taking to me a movie uh, uh, the year after Poseidon Adventure called Emperor of the North Pole. You know, I think they just call it Emperor. Uh, it's him and um, Lee Marvin. He plays a villain. Re- that's a really good movie. I mean, um, listen, the guy that guy had and, and, and you know, Cabby and, and uh, yeah, I was waiting for you to say that. You know, yeah. I know we've been, I know we've been doing this show a long time because I it's like almost like deja vu. Yeah. Some of the things we talk about. Well, we've probably yeah, talked Cabby. about his career a lot. Um, Mikhail's Navy. Don't forget Mikhail's Navy. Don't forget. He's one of the dirty dozen as well. Right. He's he's always let me pop- let me ask you a question. You know, if you look like Ernest Borgnine now. I I don't think you get leading roles. I don't think so. You no get supporting. You get supporting roles for sure. He would be a good support. He'd get a lot of supporting stuff. But, you know, what's, I always found what's interesting in the Poseidon adventure is his and what they made a mistake in Poseidon with Kurt Russell and Josh Lucas, there's no like they're both alpha males, right? Yeah, there's no conflict. The, 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 you needed that Poseidon, conflict. The Poseidon adventure, this conflict, but you never dislike Rogo. No, you don't. You never dislike him. You understand his point of view. He's just his, his philosophy and the situation is just different than Reverend Scott's. I mean, you root more for Reverend Scott because he's, you know, he's the hero of the piece. But Gene, I mean, uh, you know, at the end, when Ernest Borgnine realizes he saw the light, you know, when and Scott was right. You, you feel hard. You love the guy. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Uh, iconic, just iconic. I'm surprised, yeah. you know, he had that same effect when he went blind and when time went out. But not many no. people, not many people bring up that wonderful role with him and Red Buttons is basically, yeah. you know, buddy cops in that film. Um, uh, who else started in that? Uh, Paul, Paul Newman, Jack yeah. on the set. <laughs> 
James Franciscus. <laughs> oh my God! Don't forget Bergy Meredith on the uh, uh, and, uh, the and balance also, act. And don't forget um, what's what's her name? Jacqueline Bissett, right? Jack Bissett and Pat Morita, and and even William Holden's in it. And don't forget Eddie Albert I, Jr. I mean, I, I still I still think. There is a great movie to be made on the life of Erwin Allen. It, it really is. Now, would they spend the money recreating the sets of the disaster film? But this is a great because he is the definition of, to me, of um, not having any clue of what he was good at versus what he was not good. He intertwined right. all his strength and weaknesses ultimately intertwined and it, and it crashed and burned what was a brilliant run with a Poseidon adventure in the Towering Inferno. And after that, Good Lord. I mean, I don't know what the hell happened there. Yeah. Chuck, last but not least. And uh, she's kind of had two, maybe three careers always appealing on screen. Might be a tough one. Diane Lane is 57 this weekend. Now, Diane Lane is a child star, really, that grew up in the business. Yeah. I, I mean, she got the nomination for I, Unfaithful. I, I, she's very good in that. Yeah, she's good. In, she's. I was going to say that she's really good in Unfaithful. I think she she's really damn good in a perfect storm. Yeah, she is. She really is really very good, good in that. that yeah. My dog Skip, she plays the mom in that as well. She's very she, good. Uh, and the, don't forget, back in the day, she's in The Outsiders. She's in. Yes. Uh, uh, I love. She goes uh, we, back a long way. We, we know both that. love Streets of Fire, right? That little yeah. scene movie. And, and, and obviously now she's uh, she's Superman's mom. Yeah, Superman. That's, oh, that's right. She plays Superman's. Yeah. Uh, she plays uh, older than normal. Uh, she does. Movies. Yeah, she's yeah. a little younger than uh, than Kevin Costner. We know this. Um, yeah, but very good. A long career being able to do under the Tuscan sun was a big hit for her, too, as well. Being able to weave in and out of movies um, and keep she's this career good, going. Very, she's had a very good career. Very good career. Considering way back in the day, I remember her in a uh, six pack. Remember the uh, uh, Kenny Rogers racing movie? Holy she's, cow. Him and her and Anthony Michael Hall uh, are one of the six pack how far back she goes that was 1982 chuck so yeah. she's had a wonderful career but if anybody's not seen streets of fire great soundtrack a lot of fun michael perret um, they don't make they don't make movies like that anymore no no real good stuff all right they, chuck. They, and they, they were tweeners those movies not high high concept with huge money but not completely broke nope. somewhere in between a lot of inventiveness and uh walter hill directed that yes the, the 48 hours guy and mm -hmm. uh Remember Trespass? He did that movie, too. Sure. Uh, that was a good flick as well. Well, Streets of Fire is a good way to segue into musicians that would eventually jump on the big screen, Chuck. And, you know, there's there's a few here in, in no particular order. I'm just going to bring up and much like Fast Five. Let's just talk about one or two movies that might have, you know, that will conjure up some memories for you. Now, um, again, I'll bring up Fergie only so you can bring up Poseidon again. Remember her That's wonderful role. Know. That's all I would know. <laughs> That's all how much did. how much of a how much of a role was left on the cutting room floor? Who knows? Well, I know there was some because evidently in the script, I guess she had a romantic involvement with uh, the captain. Well, that would have been uh, nobody yeah. wants to see that. Uh, Andre yeah. Brower. I, I do yeah, like I don't him. Know where that went. No, I don't know. I, Usher. He was in uh, I'm, She's All That. Uh, uh, Harry Styles. We could bring him up. I, I know he was in Dunkirk. Donna mm -hmm. Summer. Thank God it's Friday. I mean, a lot of these are based around their songs and not really doing performances. But I would mm. say um, LL Cool J gives a pretty good damn performance in Deep uh, Deep Blue Sea. He's fun in that movie. He's a lot of fun in that movie. And he's uh, OK he's, on that TV. I don't really work. watch the TV show much, but was he on one of the CSIs, right? Or no, NCIS? Yeah, and he's on the one with uh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that show's gone on a long time now. He's 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 made. Very nice coin off that role. Well, and I wonder with Deep Blue Sea, too, when they're making that movie, if they were looking yeah. at the dailies and his character's probably think, supposed to they, die. I think, I think and, they do that. And then there's like, well, let's keep this guy going because yeah, he's think, obviously. I think, they, I think they say, yes, this is working. This yeah, is working. Let's keep him alive as long as possible. Here's an yep. interesting one, Chuck, who's very talented. He did great work on Saturday Night Live and obviously um, his singing career with the with uh, with the pop music group. Uh, Justin Timberlake, who's done a lot of good work lately on the big screen now, not much singing anymore. Um, I really liked him in the trouble with the curve. He's really good in that flick, but he's fantastic in the social network. He is. I, I realized when I watched that movie, yeah, this guy, this guy can act. He's good. No doubt about it. Um, and he just did a movie quite he's a recently. He's a likable guy. He's very likable and yeah, multi-talented. He's funny 
And yeah. he, did, he does serious, too, because I just watched him in a movie called Palmer on Apple Plus. It's really good about a, a, a kid who's gay. And uh, that I he's, heard about that. It's yeah. really he's really got a, a powerful performance in that. Um, cool. How about Harry Connick Jr.? I mean, he's an independent. He gets an end Harry Connick Jr. credit in Independence Day. How did that happen? Uh, I think he's a lot of fun in that movie. He is. He doesn't have a lot of screen time, though. But he he he, he leaves a mark. He's very relaxed in that movie. And uh, he does good character work, I thought. He did. He does. And I saw him in a, a I forget which one it was. One of those dolphin movies. Well, that he, actually. Yeah. Was, dolphin Tale. Dolphin Tale. Was it yeah, Dolphin like Tale 2, movies. though? I think yeah, it's, it's both of them. He's in both of them. Yeah, I like those movies. Um, And then he just did uh, the live uh, Annie. On, Annie uh, live. NBC. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, wasn't he the love interest in Hope Floats with Sandra Bullock? Right. He's in that. Yes. And he was yep. a villain in Copycat. Right. Wasn't he a serial killer way back? Yeah, Copycat. Was. He's um, worked a lot. Yeah, he has. He has. Uh, obviously, he was an American Idol for a little bit as well. How about Courtney Love? Not a big movie career, but she was pretty impressive in The People versus Larry Flint. Very impressive. Um, I agree. That's she didn't really do work much after that, though, as far as. Uh, Not a lot. You know, she's a very interesting personality. You know, they contained her in that movie, People versus Larry Flint. He got a good performance out of her. And another uh, singer who did a really good job in Smoke and Aces, Alicia Keys, great singer. I love Smoke and Aces, um, uh, all star cast. You got Ryan Reynolds in that as well. She plays yeah. a hit lady in it. She does a really good performance in that, but she's never really acted much around that. Go check out Smoke and Aces. That's a really good movie. OK, uh, what about the 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 guy from Hoboken, the old blue eyes there, Frank Sinatra, Chuck, when you think when you think of him on the big screen. What do you think, think of Frank Sinatra? I think of him running down the train tracks, getting shot in the back in Don Ryan's Express. Wow, that's a good one. I do. I I, I love that. I actually love that moment. I and actually something about there's something about really cool death scenes of you know big name act you know personalities playing a character that work and that work that works that scene but really works. Ironically, another death scene of his is the one I think of is when he gets kicked out of him by Ernie Borgnine in uh From Here to Eternity, and he yeah. ends up dying in that one too. So. Yeah, Frank Sinatra. Uh, I just watched The Detective um, recently on uh, on uh, one of the streaming services and thinking that that's John McClane. It, it's just ki- kind of interesting watching that movie uh, now. That is interesting. Yep. How about Isaac Hayes, Chuck, the king of New York? Duke of New York. The Duke of New York. Sorry. Yep. He's pretty cool in that movie. Yeah, you'd think it's stunt casting, but it's really not. He's he's actually doing a pretty darn good performance. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ringo Starr. I mean, I just think of that moron comedy caveman with him and his wife and Dennis Barbara Quaid. Bachman, right? Barbara Bach. Yeah, that was like uh, early 80s. Yeah, right. Nothing fantastic ever came of his movie career. Uh, and neither did Phil Collins. Remember, he had a short lived. He had a cameo career. in Hook. He had a cameo in Hook. He was in that movie Buster, right? He was on Miami Vice a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but never really amounted to much on the big screen. Tim McGraw did, though. He's done, yes. done a lot of fine work on the big side. He's really good. Friday Night Lights, really good. Uh, yeah, he's really good. He's actually really good. Yeah, he's done some really good work. Um, how about Mick Jagger? I know we've got Free Jack floating around uh, there. It, it always felt like stunt casting to me. He was the villain in that. Yeah. Snoop, Snoop Dogg's got that a movie. Go- I remember seeing that movie, Free Jack. It's it's a mis- it's just a misfire. Yeah, it is. It's it it's- is um, Snoop Dogg. He's got that great camera in old school uh, and is, you know, pops up in a lot of movies. He's in Training Day as well. He plays blue um, and he's funny as a uh, huggy bear and Starsky and Hutch. He's lasted a long time. He has. And in fact, he's going to be at halftime of the Super Bowl, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, coming up in just a couple of weeks. I did not know that. Yeah, he's you, part of Dr. Wa- Dre. You, and uh wanting me? No, hey, listen, look out for it if you want. All how right. about how about Roger Daltrey? I, now, I remember Tommy, right? That Tommy. was a that was a pretty. But I want to say he played a villain in something else, Chuck, later on remember. after that. I can't remember what it was. Um, Alice Cooper. Prince of Darkness. Yeah, but I mean, what else says? he? Well, done? Wayne's World, he's got a really funny comedy on that, right? He's not. He's playing yeah. himself. I mean, I always remembered him at WrestleMania, uh, one of the WrestleManias being in the corner of Jake the Snake Roberts. That's always a lot of fun. Oh, that's... Right? Remember that? <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, what'd you think of Tina Turner's performance in Thunderdome? It was good. It was but, good. 
but weird how they cast her, right? It really. It, well, it makes, that, that her song in that movie is great. It was on the radio. It, it helps sell that movie, right? The, listen, that movie, the Thunderdome sequence, is the movie, right? Sure is. Before and after, yeah. Ah, but that sequence is really good. Uh, Alanis Morissette is. Uh, she's got that one performance in Dogma that she's really good. I think she plays uh, God in that actually. Um, what about uh, John Bon Jovi? He's got a couple of movies floating out there. I know he's in uh, uh, U591. He's in New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. He's got a big role in that as well. I, I, this is what I would say about John Bon Jovi as an actor. He's, he's got great. a likability, but it pretty much begins and ends there. I was just going to say, as an actor, he's a great singer, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, like he, he, like, you know, he's likable enough, but that's about it. Did you think much of Lenny Kravitz in the Hunger Game movies? Not really. <laughs> How about 50 Cent in the Escape Plan movies? <laughs> uh, I, I, not much. Okay. What's his what what's his name? Something Jackson, right? What's it? Curtis Jackson, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. he, he's got some appeal on screen. though. I will yeah, say that he does. he does. Definitely has it. What about Eminem's Eight Mile? I'm not a fan. Really? No, not at all. I, I was not a fan of that movie either. Are you a bigger fan of Vanity's turn in Action Jackson? Um, <laughs> I remember that. Actually, what other movie was she in? She was in 52 Pickup as well. No, but didn't she do that movie? Uh, the Kung Fu movie? The Last oh, Dragon? Uh, yeah. The oh, that Last was Dragon. Apollon. Was that, yeah. a, was that her? Yeah, that's her. Yep. Yeah, that movie's really cool. The Last Dragon. That is a grass. A, a, yeah. a very good big movie. Cult, big cult movie. Um, how about Prince? Uh, now look, uh, Purple Rain. People it's talk about autobiographical. autobiographical. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's great. And, it's great and soundtrack, it's, and, and it is disturbing that movie. It is, I, but I, I can't say much about his acting. No. Uh, uh, but it's what a unbelievable soundtrack. There's no doubt about that. I agree. Right? Um, and obviously Whitney Houston. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. She does have some star power in The Bodyguard. She does. I don't think they really had chemistry, but it, it, the movie still works. It does. And it was a big hit. Um, did Madonna make a good movie? I'm League of the Wrong, right? Uh, yeah, but as a whole, I'm a, I was not a fan of Madonna in film. No, and I, it never translated. And whenever she and started I, and a movie. I, and I really think, even though the script was paper thin, she kills Dick Tracy for me. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh... She she's really too, did. Yeah, I mean, I know he had an affair. You know, he had a, she had an affair with Warren. Yeah, Bay. they were going together. I don't know, yep. He gave her more screen time. Her, her stuff in that movie is just like I cringe when I watch her on screen in that movie. It just doesn't work. Um, what not about needed? No, it's not. What about uh, Grace Jones? You want to spend a minute on uh, Bond? Um, I will say this. She is she's, the only appealing and different thing about A View to the Kill. That she's, I, she's that a was, good henchman. And she, she is, she, you know, I. I she and she listen, she's just a real like I said, the she was like a pop culture celebrity. Um, nobody's gonna equate her for an actress. No, obviously, but no. she was interesting in that movie. Um, I do remember Willie Nelson back in the day in Thief. Um I can only imagine Roger Moore filming that love scene with her. No, that let's move on. That'd be interesting on set. Let's move okay. on. Uh Thief with uh Willie Nelson. Um I think he might actually got a Golden Globe nomination in that, too. And he was also in the Electric Horseman a couple of years uh, after that. Um, Willie Nelson obviously made stardom out of just being, well, kind of a, you know, I don't want to say hillbilly, but that's basically what he's become. Yeah. But he did. He did get an Oscar nomination um, for uh, Honeysuckle Rose. Wow. Do you remember that? The, I, he was the star of that one, I believe. I don't Although, remember it well. Um, Janet Jackson, Chuck, um, po poetic justice. But she also. She also had a, a real good part in um, Nutty Professor, right? She was in the club. Which listen, one was she in? The second one, yeah, right? Yeah. Here, here's another thing. She she was on as a little girl on Good Times. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, she, she was very good successful. on Good Times. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's her name? Um, I forgot the name of the character. Wind up adopting her because her mother was abusing her and hitting her. I think, you know, like in, in 15 minutes, he just adopted. Her. It was pretty cool. But I, I, I was a big fan of Good Times. It was a good show. Um, what about what about um, Chris Christopherson? Another one like Willie Nelson. He's a good actor. Good actor in the in the other Star Is Born. We'll probably get to another actress coming up from the most recent one. Um, wasn't he? Gosh, I want to say Chris Christopherson was in uh, the Postman. Was he in that? 
Am I making that up in my head? I don't remember. Um, oh, he's in payback. Remember, he's a, the mm. bad guy in payback with Mel Gibson. A little scene yeah. uh, action movie with Mel Gibson that I really like. Um, Queen Latifah, the equalizer. Listen, I, I like her. I think she's really good. I'm not a huge fan of the show because I think those scripts are like paper thin. There's no substance to that to that show. In my opinion, it should be so much better than it is. But it's on CBS and, you know, the demographic is too tired to, you know, change the channel on their remote. So it gets good ratings. Well, let's not uh, forget. Let's not forget. She's also done great work on the big screen in Chicago. Yeah. She's in now. I know she's I said she's good. Yeah, she's bringing down good. the house with Steve Martin, yeah. a very funny movie. Um, she's very good. Very appealing. What about J-Lo? I remember seeing Money Train and that movie sucked. Yeah. Um, but I did one thing came out of Money Train and that was Jennifer Lopez. I could tell in that movie she was going to be a star. I didn't you see the new be... trailer. This movie, Marry Me with her and new, uh, Owen, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson comes yeah. out that yeah. looks good. Yeah. Um, is there a role that Jennifer Lopez did that stands out in your mind? Well, she, out did of sight? That movie. she did that. Yeah, that, that one's really good. Um, I think she's listen. Jennifer Lopez is one of those when you watch her on a, in a movie. It's like she's very relatable to the to the audience watching her as yeah. an actress. So, yeah, she she's pretty good. How about Dolly Parton? Nine to five. I mean, she really didn't do much on the big screen after well, that. Well, and Best Little House in Texas. In Texas, Reynolds, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, she's she's listen, Dolly. She's bigger than life, right? Absolutely. She is what she is. What she is. She's bigger than life. Um. Sting. The only thing I, I remember when you watch a Dolly Parton movie, it's like, oh, there's Dolly Parton. Uh, yeah, it's, remember, like, it's, hard, well, it's sort of hard for her to get absorbed into a character. Remember that movie she did with James Woods, uh, Straight Talk? Uh, yeah. Where she starred as a radio uh, shock jock. Yeah. Yeah. Whew, okay. Uh, what I about know. Sting? The only thing I remember about that Sting. Was, that was a really, I remember when I came out, that was a, like, people were like, how do you cast James Woods opposite Dolly? Like, it's, it's you just don't. weird. Yeah, you, don't. you don't. Nobody. Nobody went to see it. Uh, the only yeah. thing I think of Sting is being the, the bad guy in Dune. Right. Uh, that yeah. was a big part for him to get he had a good look. He I guess a, he's a good actor, but he had a good look, um, a good actor, good singer. And the wind beneath Chuck's wings. Bette Midler. What do you think of Hocus Pocus? Well, the rose, right? That was a big one. The rose was a good one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, about- <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see Hocus Pocus too many years late, all these years later. What about her? Very interesting person. Very interesting person, and some real good um, ruthless people. She's hysterical in that movie. Yeah, and and I also enjoyed her in Outrageous Fortune, opposite of Shelley Long too. That's a Very funny movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, people forget how big a songstress she was, right? They they think now she's more of an actress than a than a singer. Um, Sandra D, Sandy D, Olivia Newton John, Chuck, talk about her work in Xanadu. Go. Olivia Newton-John? Yeah. <laughs> I never looked at her as an actress. She's really not an actress. She's not. Uh, she she she's a she was a pop singer. She got a shot in Greece. I thought she was very good in Greece, though. For what, you know, what she had to do, she did very well. It was interesting when they tried to recreate the pairing of her and, and Travolta in, in Twist of Faith, which was yeah. a holiday movie, Christmas movie. I think like 83. Bad movie. And it's one of those bad movies that you actually could watch because of the pairing, but um, they try to make her more like she yeah, doesn't sing in it. There's no song. No, she, they don't. Yeah, but, but she does. She she did sing that song. Twist of Faith, which sold to help sell the movie a little. Absolutely. And, and correct like me if I'm wrong, uh, but I believe Gene Hackman's the voice of God in that movie. I think yep, I'm right. Is. You are right. Um, What about Diana? What, Ross? what a high what a high concept misfire. <laughs> and they made a lot of those back then. Oh, they listen, did. Nowadays, it, those don't happen as much because, dare I say, you have you have smarter people at the studios. You don't see that that they made misfires in the eighties that it just oh forget it almost hard to believe. I mean, dare I say, Joy's of Revenge, right? I mean, what, good lord. What about Diana Ross? I mean, she played Dorothy in The Wiz, right? Uh, and I, my mom used to watch Mahogany like it was going mm. out of style back in the day. She, after yeah. the after The Wiz, though, she never really worked big on the big screen, except the music, obviously. When I think of her, I think I think of the wind and the rain blowing in a face in Central Park in that in that storm. Right? Yeah. MacArthur's Park. Yeah. Is, 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 oh, the cake. Okay. Yeah. The cake is melting in the rain. Yeah. Um, how about Lady Gaga? Obviously, she just came out with House of Gucci and what a turn in Star is Born. 
it's got a very bright future. I mean, that movie won is, an Oscar, right? I mean, come on. And you and I both loved her in that film. Yeah. May- Maybe let's get to the really successful ones now. Well, David Bowie, before we get to the top three, I would say in my book, David Bowie, um, he started Man and Fell to Earth, right? A lot of people yeah. liked him in that. Uh, uh-huh. He really didn't do a lot of, you know, mainstream movies. I know Labyrinth, a lot of people liked as well. Yeah. Um, really about the top, an interesting look. The top three in my book, outside of yeah. Elvis, I mean, Elvis is more of a is hokey, right? I wouldn't really, I mean, he's just basically doing music videos that run 90 yeah, minute long, absolutely. 90 minutes long. Um, but it would be Barbara Streisand, Cher and Will Smith, right? I mean, those would be the big three. If you're going to start you a Mount Rushmore, I, I, I don't think a Will Smith is a singer, but I understand he is. Yeah. And he, and he was before he yeah, was anything else. I, so, I guess so you got to start there and you yeah. think Will Smith, those are, I would say those are three big ones. Yeah. What would you say? Will Smith? I mean, is it, man, there's so many to pick from. I pursue the happiness is terrific. Yeah. And then Babs. I mean, she's I had love, a I love multiple. The Prince of Tides. I love the Prince of Tides. Yeah, I, told you, I love that movie. I liked her early work, too. in, in movies like, you know, the main they're event, very, and funny girl. Right. That, that's, she has two careers. There's that stuff. And then there's the more serious fare. I also thought she was a good addition to the Meet the Parents um, franchise in the Fockers movies. Yeah, she's I guess very so. good. She's very good. Opposite Dustin Hoffman in those movies. And last but not least is Cher, Wait. Chuck. Well, I mean, Cher. Sonny and Sherman, she might be the most successful to transition and really get mainstream serious roles that people took her seriously as an actress. You know why? Because she's a damn good actress. And she's a serious person. That's why. To me, what stands out are two roles. Mask is terrific. Mask and and Moonstruck. Yeah. To to me are the ones that really stand out the most. Right. Uh, I did like her work in. uh, you know, burlesque later on. She's 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 good in that. Um, my sister loved Mermaids with uh, Bob Hoskins. Interesting movie. Yeah. Winona Ryder. Yeah. Um, and then I, I, her cameo. I mean, in Mamma Mia 2, when yeah, yeah. Andy, when Andy Garcia sees her in Mamma yeah, Mia 2, that, that that is so funny. He's funny in that. Movie. He's so funny in that movie. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Well, that's, you know, the 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 musicians that had movie careers, if you want to put careers in quotations, and we brought it up because meatloaf will be missed at the age of 74, Chuck. But fun topic. We'll move on to another one next week and go watch some football and enjoy the weekend. I will, Mike. And it's really cold in northeast Pennsylvania. And it ain't warmer in the Midwest up, either. Let me tell you. Four degrees. Oh, Having boy. said that, the sun will come out tomorrow. Who said that one? Oh, that's an Annie. Good one. Good right. callback there to Annie. I just want to. I, I just wanted to leave the audience on something to think to the future. Good things will happen. Positive vibes. A lot Keep of streaming. Sending. A lot of a lot of streaming content. But my God, let's go back to the movies at least for a few t- few times this summer. Jurassic World, the Batman. Yeah. All right. All right. Is that All how right, you want to? So end always things? a play. Uh, always <laughs> a pleasure. And to the listening audience, thank you very much for being a fan. Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts by Federated Media.